Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. To an emergency live, basically live edition of the Linsanity podcast. This is the first time I've ever done this, Alex. I, I feel like you should be should be proud of me here. The the, the founding member of the network. Don't is, give uh, away your guests before you in your he, first sentence. Look, I, I'm gonna give what it away. A because, what a no, 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 no. I, I feel like I needed to do it. I was like, you know, Alex, he was the first guy on my mind. And uh, I texted him, like, I gotta do this. You're joining in. He joined in. Alex, uh, once again, it is a uh, it's a privilege because, you know, normally, you know, I'll have you on to talk some basketball and some NBA that's going on. But this is football talk, Alex. This is very different for us, but I'm excited about it. Yeah. You know, I want to talk about tossing some pigskin around, you know, because and the guy that we do that does it very well. So actually, it's a it's a nice little tie together there. I didn't think about it. I'm not used to podcasting this late at night, so you'll have to forgive me if I'm a little I'm a little loopy. I'm a little tired. So yeah, it, um, it forgive me, but we shouldn't be potting for too long. <laughs> we should not be. And and we also have uh, the guy who's been on the Linsanity for a couple weeks now, uh, the guy who is the host of the Circle City Cinema, Zach Griffith. Zach, it's a uh, it's a privilege to have you on for this live edition podcast. Great to be on. It's uh it's uh you know, I thought I was going to have a good night. I was laying down to continue my Game of Thrones binge and uh it, it all came down crashing and and uh, 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 uh. so in other words, it, so an Adam Schefter, you know, notification basically puts you in a position where you were a little bit disappointed about, you know, tonight in general. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good way to put it. Yep. That's a good right, way wait. to put it. Without giving away Game of Thrones spoilers, what was what was more disappointing? The end of season one where a certain person dies or tonight, Zach? Tonight. 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 I can't give away spoilers. Tonight. Tonight. Not tonight. even a question tonight. And and that leads us into the deal that we are all here to talk about, which is Matthew Stafford going to the Los Angeles Rams for Jared Goff. A third round pick in 2021, a first round pick in 2022, and a first round pick in 2023. And we'll go about this, you know, looking at it from both teams' perspectives. But obviously, let's just start with the Rams getting Matthew Stafford, a guy that was a hot commodity in the trade market, a guy that, you know, a lot of teams were looking at. You know, you you got the Niners calling in, you had the Colts calling in, but the Rams ended up swooping in and getting Matthew Stafford. Uh, Zach, I'll start with you on this because, you know, throughout the playoffs, we had our fair criticism, really fair criticism on Jared Goff. I mean, he just was not, I mean, granted, the thumb injury was there. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, he was very inconsistent. Wolford was coming in and giving them a weird sort of explosiveness. And now they just said, look, we're sick and tired of this. We have this elite defense. We have to go for it. Right. I mean, is that the logic behind the Rams getting Matt Stafford, in your opinion? That's totally the logic behind it, because if you don't remember, if you remember a couple of days ago, there was a report that there was going to be a contest in training yeah. camp between uh, Goff and Walford, and we all kind of laughed at that. And finally, I think McVay just decided, you know what? We got this great defense. We've got some weapons on offense that are being wasted because yeah. Goff he can't do it. Now they have a guy that can do it. Stafford, you don't need us to tell you 
this guy's been underappreciated and really hidden from the league his whole career. I don't even I don't even think people understand how good he is. Like if he's on probably a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. So I th- I think the Rams the Rams win this trade. I know people are talking about the draft picks right away, but I think the Rams win. They're immediately contender in the NFC. I they're the winners. Alex, how do you see the, you know, the idea of Stafford and the Rams working out? I mean, are you know, obviously for Stafford, he's been wanting to get out of Detroit uh, this offseason. And, you know, now he's in Los Angeles, California. Uh, he's got a little house in California as well, uh, which, you know, could have been an appeal uh, to potentially get him there. I'm not sure. Alex, what do you think? I don't know if you I don't know if you've ever heard this, Caleb, but um, he was best friends with Clayton Kershaw in high school. So, you know, he, he's got, he's really close to his friend Clayton as well. You know, that's, wow. that helps. That Look helps at him. you, Alex. You know. Clayton Kershaw was the center and Stafford was the quarterback, you know, big J journalism, big J journalism. Wow. Look at you. Um, in all seriousness, this is a great move for the Rams because let's face it. The consensus around the Rams was they were just the quarterback short, right? Right. Goff was not getting it done. And he, you know, McVay made Goff look as good as he's going to look in his career. And let's face it. We all, you know, you, Caleb, have expressed your doubts very strongly about um, Dan slash man Campbell in sure. Detroit. You can't say with certainty that he is going to be like that. That's going to work out for the Lions. But for the Rams, they're just going to jump up a level. And I don't know if this makes them the favorites in the NFC West, but it, they're going to certainly be back in the playoffs again. Unless the unless the Niners can swing, you know, another quarterback. I won't get into that now. But I mean, Robert Woods almost had a thousand yards last year, right? Cooper Cup almost had a thousand yards in fifteen games. Right. They're both probably going to have a thousand yard seasons next season. Easily. Like the the jump from that, right? Josh Reynolds six eighteen, Tyler Higby five twenty one, right? Those numbers are going to go up. The Rams have an excellent offense and excellent offensive pieces, and you just can't convince me that their offense won't be better in addition to the great defense they had last year. Yeah, I know they lost um, their yeah. D coordinator to the Chargers, to the San Diego Chargers. Um, that's, I mean, the defense should be fine though. And you have a good defense with a great quarterback. I think they they should win the NFC West next year. I don't see any reason why they really shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, well, Goff, Goff was yeah. so reliant on McVay. So reliant on McVay. And now... Yeah, he was. Now it's like 50-50 now. Because McVay has a guy he can rely on, especially in crunch time. I don't know what the stats are, but my the eye test in my gut tells me Matthew Stafford's pretty good in crunch time. So, I think... I think, but I mean, let, let, I, I guess, I guess it's it's not. I don't know. Detroit obviously uh, felt like that this was a good deal, and you know, I just you know, looking through the different reports that have been happening, uh, there's a lot of sources that are basically saying, look, like the Rams were screwed. They were they 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 got screwed because of this contract with Goff. I'm I'm literally Justina Anderson made this report and I think it's fair. Like the Rams were screwed at the bad contract on Goff and the Lions basically helped them. And there is no pick for this year. That is something that I think uh, needs to be recognized. They did not get a single draft pick for this year. <laughs> you would think that in your first year as a coach, that is you would maybe push for the idea of getting a little bit more draft capital to fix a really bad team. Uh, but but they they didn't do that. 
Now, can you uh, can you say that again? No draft pick this year. No draft pick. No draft pick. This <laughs> they year. haven't they haven't had a draft pick since 2016, Zach. You know oh they, my their, their last first round pick was Jared Goff. Yes. Yes. And and that's and here's the thing. Like I if you're gonna be aggressive, this is the way to be aggressive. This is the way to be aggressive. And they are they are doing that. Like some teams will sit there and you know trade seconds and thirds and they're not willing to give up what it takes. The Rams have proven under their their you know under less sneed that he is going to be will he is willing to go for it and not be afraid to take nope. on those risks. And the other thing that I think is really important to think about for the Los Angeles Rams, they actually draft really well. Like you guys, they may not have a first round draft pick for till 2024. Okay. But they can draft like Jordan yeah, Fuller, late they round can. draft pick. Cam Akers was the first pick for them this year. And I mean, Zach, you and I and Bryce, I mean, just absolutely loved the way he was running the ball. I mean, you have to think he's going to be a big piece for them. The Rams know how to get value. And I think yeah. that's another reason that they're comfortable in making these type of trades. And so, you know, Alex, out of, out of you know, curiosity here, uh, how do you see the way that the Rams have gone about trading their first round draft picks? I mean, is it, do you like the fact that they're being this aggressive to try to get themselves a Super Bowl? I mean, you have the best defensive player in the sport in Aaron Donald. You really, you have to go all in with that. Like he, I'm not saying he's the best defensive player since I don't know who. I, definitely since JJ Watt, like in the early 2010s. That's for damn sure. He's probably better than that. And you just need to capitalize around this guy who is one of your biggest strengths. And the fact that they're able to just, you know, regenerate value. I think that's a product of Goff and, or not Goff, uh, McVeigh and the systems that they run in uh, Los Angeles. But I don't, I mean, they've been fine without first round picks in 2016. They've made a Super Bowl. They've been consistently 500 or better. I'm not concerned about them at all. I think that they, um, they're going to be fine. And something I want to add to, I was looking at uh, the football reference page for the Lions and the Rams comparing, you know, receiving guards for running backs. And something that I noticed is that DeAndre Swift had 357 yards receiving in 13 games last year. Yeah. And the Rams have dangerous running backs. Like all three of their running backs are dangerous. You can't convince me that those receiving numbers. So the Detroit running backs combined for 645 receiving yards and the Rams running backs combined for 444. Those numbers are definitely going to flip this season because Stafford will make use of all the dangerous components of his of his offense, and they're just not going to need they're not going to need those first round picks, in my opinion. The other piece to their offense that I think is intriguing, uh, which Zach, you and I have talked to, you and I have talked about, um, Van Jefferson. Uh, had a really nice game and John Reynolds is going to be a free agent. And that begs you to wonder, you know, how a guy like that is going to be benefited by playing with somebody who can actually throw the ball down the field. Yep. Goff has a tendency to limit his receivers. I mean, I think to be honest with you, their receivers can adjust to any quarterback. I think Robert Woods and Cooper cup have a, a style to their games in which they can have a deep guy. They can have a guy who can just sling it and chuck it for 50, but they can also have a, you know, a methodical quarterback and it work out. 
I mean, how much of an impact do you think that this deal will have for guys like Van Jefferson, for guys like Tyler Higby, you know, for, for pieces that have been good, uh, but could get even better uh, because of Stafford just simply having a better arm than golf. Well, first let me say, I know I was laughing at the Rams not having any draft picks, but Matt Stafford's only 32 and he gets still, he's, his arm is still one of the best in the league. It's like not even up for debate. So if you have a chance to go get a guy who's still that young with a defense like this, I mean, AB mentioned it, Donald, best in the league. I don't think there's a lot of debate there. You got to do it. Van Jefferson and Reynolds, if Reynolds comes back, they might be the biggest beneficiaries of Stafford because, like you said, Goff, it's, it's, if it's not play action, it's just it's not going to work. Higby is interesting. I think he less he'd be less of a beneficiary than Reynolds and Jefferson would, but it begs the question, Caleb. What happens with Kenny Galladay now? Where does he go? And I think that's a, a great a great little point there because obviously he is a free agent. He is somebody who you would have to think liked Matt Stafford as his quarterback, just makes you want, I mean, that is a good point. It makes you wonder, you know, if he's going to come back. I mean, I don't know why Kenny Galladay would come back. I mean, are you kidding me? Because I think, I think it's pretty fair to say, unless they come out and make a big trade uh, in the, you know, or get up in the draft or I'm not, I'm not sure what they would be thinking, but is it fair to say that it's looking like Jared Goff is going to be the future quarterback of the Lions? Oh. And if so, <laughs> is, surely, surely Kenny Galladay is not going to want to play there. Right, Alex? Are we on the same track here? I mean, oh. Kenny Galladay is – why would he want to go back to the Lions to begin oh, with? I mean, God. now that Stafford's gone, what, what reason do you have to go play in Detroit? Like, in all honesty. <laughs> and <laughs> I – Again, it's Detroit. They've done everything to deserve the level of laughing stockness that they've yes, they have. The past, they have right for the past thirty years at minimum and more than that. But in all seriousness, I can't see Goff staying on the Detroit Lions, and the reason why is somebody is going to talk themselves into saying, you know, we could use Jared Goff. Jared Goff will help us get to the playoffs. Like, right? The Vikings talk themselves into Kirk fucking Cousins here. Okay. It's close between Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. I, I'm just going to be generous and say that. it's The the level is probably similar there. <laughs> so if the Vikings can talk themselves into Kirk Cousins being the difference maker, I don't see why a team – like let's, wow, just say, let's, yes. just say, <laughs> let's just say the, the Texans, right? Let's just say that they trade, you know, Watson oh. for – for a big package, right? They get three first round picks and they get a top, they get a top pick in the draft and they draft, you know, they, they develop a good team, right? And we're only one piece away. We're a quarterback away. The Texans are dumb enough where they'll take a flyer on Jared Goff. Don't, don't you guys agree? Yes. Far and away. They're dumb enough. Yes. <laughs> like, or like, let's just say, let's just say the Jaguars didn't just sign or I don't even know who the GM of the Jaguars is anymore after Coughlin left, but the Jaguars traditionally are a dumb fuck franchise, so they'll uh, yeah they are they'll give they <laughs> they trade for Jared Goff. So there's all like listen, people said like to go to an NBA example, right? People said Andrew Wiggins wasn't ever going to get traded. Look what happened. 
you think you could always make a trade. There's no such thing yeah. as an untradeable contract in sports. No such thing. Maybe when Jan Mahimi was signed to a massive contract oh. with the Wizards. But anyhow, I, I do think that, that a good point. Bismack uh, Biombo. Well, no, no, we're not going there. Now, the thing, the thing I will say, the thing I will say about this deal that I think is interesting, you know, in terms of the reporting that's coming out right now is uh, what Chris Burke just recently tweeted. Yes. The Lions had seven to eight teams in the bidding. And all had first round picks, but they viewed the Rams offer as far and away the best one. I mean, it makes you wonder the type of market that they could have gotten for him. I mean, I guess that's what I would what I, what I ask you guys is say you guys were a, a Colts or you were a front office like that. What's the offer you're going to put to the Lions? Are you going to put in a similar deal? I mean, how, how do you, how do you see that? And, and Zach, I'll start with you on this. If I'm the Colts, I'm definitely disappointed. I, I mean, look, I said it before we started. I'm not, I'm not happy about this, <laughs> but if I'm the Colts, I would have done everything I could to get Stafford. But that tweet by Chris Berg tells me they were looking for a quarterback, a replacement for Stafford right away. And golf must have been I the agree. best. The must golf must have been the best replacement they were gonna get. Are you telling me Sam Darnold isn't gonna cut it? And no, no. <laughs> I'm just I'm just shocked the Jets couldn't pull it off. I really am. I really thought the Jets could pull it off. But just yeah, I know, between you know. Jared Goff, Alex Smith, um Jimmy Garoppolo, I can't understand why you would think that <laughs> that Jared Goff is the best option. It, it baff it's baffling. Zach Griffith, it's baffling. It is, it is baffling. And that makes me wonder, Zach. I I mean, I know you you are a Colts guy and you clearly have shown that in the Lynn Sanity podcast feeds many, many times. Would you rather have Jacoby Brissett or Jerry Goff? Jacoby Brissett. Like, I mean, it, it would now, Alex, that leads me to your point then, to your point about all these deals and the movement of first round draft picks. Like, do you, would you have done, so basically with the Rams, the Rams package, would you have done something similar to that if you were the Colts front office and put Brissett in there? I mean, I just don't think Brissett is as good as Jared Goff, and I don't think that's an insult. Okay. I like, okay. I like Jacoby a lot. Okay. But I just, he's not on that level to me. And if I was the Colts, I offer three first round picks. I don't give a fuck. Okay. You have a chance to win a championship. Like, and I'm taking Bryce Shaddy's role as the, you know, as the Colts homer on the pod since Bryce Bryce can't join us on the pod tonight. (laughs) But it's so disappointing to me because you have a legitimate shot at a championship. You have a championship roster. Like what's their only goal? The secondary and wide receiver besides quarterback. That's it. You have a legitimate shot to win a championship and not going all in to win the championship. Listen, I understand being conservative and, you know, Oh, picks, 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 picks. At the end of the day, Picks are only so good enough to re restock the talent around your quarterback. Right. Sure. That's why, that's why draft picks are so valuable. And if you're not going to, if you're not, you, if you don't have the quarterback, what good is having nine draft picks in a draft, right? Like if you don't have like Stafford or, you know, hell, I'd settle for Matty Ice. They're not going to, the Falcons aren't going to trade Matty Ice, but somebody at that level, even, that's what we need. And we're just not going to get that guy because none of the, the only guy that was available to us that was plausibly available to us was traded to the Rams because 
there is absolutely no way. Absolutely no way. Like, the Texans are not going to trade within the division. They're going to have to play Watson twice, twice a year. And you know Watson is going to just relish the opportunity to destroy the fucking oh, Texans every single time him. he plays he'll them. fuck them. Yeah, exactly. So why would they trade him within the division? It's literally stupid. Now, if the Colts, if I were the Colts for Deshaun Watson, I'd offer uh, a Harden package, right? I'd offer the James Harden. <laughs> like, I agree. You have to empty well, the Well, Alex, Alex, if it's stupid, the Texans might do it. <laughs> the Texans aren't that stupid, okay? I'm willing to grant them. I'm willing to grant them mostly, <laughs> mostly incompetent. Not all the way. They traded a first rounder for Kenny Stills. No comment, but <laughs> listen, if you could get like, I would trade five first rounders for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. He's that good and not young. Like, yeah. and Ballard is so good at drafting second round and down. You don't need the fucking first round picks. That's why I'm so confused by this. Now, if it only comes down to Brissett, then, you know, I, you know, whatever. But if you're not doing your best to get Matthew Stafford, one of the most impactful players, because let's face it, in the league. If Deshaun Watson wasn't available, Matthew Stafford would have been the best quarterback available in years. Matt Stafford was keeping the Lions above water for a a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking decade. Like, who was the best? Like, okay. So, can the three of us agree that Stafford this year is better than Brady was? entering last free agency, right? I don't think it's that hypocritical to say. Like, sure. I know Brady no, made Brady made the They're Super Bowl. They're at least Bowl, the same. They're right. at least yeah. the same. They're at least the same level, exactly. And But Brady is also 43 years old. Stafford's yeah. 32. Like, I just, I just want a quarterback on my team. Like, well, yes, I, I've been spoiled yeah. my whole life, okay? Sure. I know it. Yep. But we had a franchise quarterback, and... Grigson was a fuck up, so he didn't draft the offensive line and he got battered and he left football at 20, like at before 30. And now we have an offensive line and we don't have a like you know a quarterback to use it for. And we're not gonna have this offensive line forever. Offensive lines don't last. That's no. yeah, no, they don't. We need to capitalize on this opportunity. It's just plain and simple. We already need a tackle because Don's yeah. retired. Now, Zach, I got I got something for you. I got something for you. Do you believe, well, I'll rephrase it the way that I was going to say it. Ah. Do you think that Chris, do you think, I don't, I don't think Chris Ballard has the guts to pay a quarterback. I don't think he has the guts because I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know if there was a more clear and obvious guy than Matt Stafford for the Indianapolis Colts. I just don't. I mean, I understand the the dreaminess of, oh, wouldn't it be great to have Watson? But I think it's very fair to say, Zach, that this is a realistic this this was a very realistic option for the Colts, and they struck out. And I mean, we haven't heard about how much the Colts really went in or really didn't go in. But I'm going to ask you this question because I think that the Indianapolis Colts have been afraid. They're afraid to pay and look at and value the most important position in football. Now, Zach, is that a fair statement for me that I think that this could, could potentially come off as they're afraid of making the big move. They're afraid of going for it. Uh, no, I don't think it's fair because the Colts were definitely in the mix and they paid rivers 25 million last year. 
So Auto they're up. not they're not afraid. They're not afraid to pay a quarterback. They're not. Well, you can always pay a guy one year. You can always pay a guy one 25 year. 25 mil though. One year. When you know you have a lot of cap space. Yeah, 25 million. Saying. 25 it's, million. It's, That's all I'm saying. I'm just I don't think it's a fair statement. I know what you're trying to I know I know what you're getting at, but I mean, I think there's an because I, I understand what you're saying. Rivers did get 25 million, but he got and I saw somewhere for a year. I saw somewhere Stafford and uh, Stafford and Eason would cost less than Brissett and Rivers by like 10 million, something like that. But the but the argument to that though, Zach, is isn't it fair to say that the Colts would want to sign him to a contract extension? Well, yeah, yeah. And you're paying him pretty. You're paying him more than twenty five million a year, correct? Look, you're paying it was, him more it was we were the clear fit because we have ninety million, ninety plus million in cap space. Right. You go get Stafford, sign him to an extension because I don't know how many years are left on his deal. One, sure. one maybe. Two more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Then we go get. I don't know what's the higher priority: replacing Costanzo or getting a, a receiving threat. I would go receiving threat. But I thought I just thought yeah. the Colts were the most. I thought I it was like I could write it down in pen. But well, well, Zach, I, the I other just, guy, I don't, know. I don't know the the other guy that I'm seeing the Colts uh, potentially Stop. have high interest in. Stop is uh, is uh, is Carson Stop. Wentz. Stop. That's the other guy that I heard about, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Caleb, Alex, you know how much I don't yeah, like Carson Wentz. The C, in, the C in Carson Wentz stands for clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I would, I'd be willing to talk myself into Reich. I'd be willing, but obviously not my first choice. And what do you guys, what do you guys make of this tweet? It could be bullshit, could not be. I have a new segment on my show called IMDb Buy It or Bullshit. So. <laughs> Do you buy this or is it bullshit that Ballard didn't pull the trigger on this because he's had his eyes on Justin Fields the whole time? He could just be saying that because he struck out on Matt Stafford. I listen to not go after Matt Stafford. So okay, so let's. I'm real quick. No, no, I think that they went after Stafford. They just struck out somehow. I'm I'm gonna explain my thinking for the other teams, right? Because I know you wanted to touch on the other teams, Caleb. So let's touch. Let's touch on the big ones. So okay, the 49ers, the 49ers and the Bears struck out somehow. (laughs) The 49ers, the Bears, the Broncos, right? Those three teams probably needed a quarterback the most that didn't get Stafford besides us. Yeah, and those three teams all have a reasonable shot on on Watson still. The reason why this is such a big strikeout for us is because we had no fucking chance on Watson, right? We This was going to be our best opportunity. And I don't want to draft a rookie. Like, I want a sure thing, right? Like, if we could get Lawrence, I'd want Lawrence. We're not going to get fucking Lawrence. Jack- Jacksonville's not going to trade us the number one pick. It's just not going to happen. So, I don't want Justin Fields. I think it's bullshit. And I think wow. the other team... <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I want Justin Fields, okay? If we can get yeah. Justin Fields, that's great. But <laughs> if we get Justin Fields, this is bull- fine. That Zach, that report is completely and totally bullshit. There's it is. Bu- no- it is. It is bullshit. There's no way he wanted. There's no way your first option is Justin Fields over a fucking guaranteed Pro Bowl, All Pro, not All Pro, because there's so many good quarterbacks. But you get what I'm saying? Guaranteed 
all-star level quarterback. There's just no, like, no, it doesn't, wow, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. I'm sorry. It's bullshit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I, I'm, I'm not even going to address that. I think Alex took care of it for me, but I, I do want to get into some other teams and how they missed out. All right. And, and the team that I think it seemed to be a very attractive destination for Stafford was the Niners. And they didn't get him. I, I, I said it to you guys, um, you know, off the record, you know, in, in conversation. I think the trickiest part for the Niners is they're going to have to find a partner for Jimmy G. They cannot take on two top quarterbacks with top salaries. Zach, I mean, if you're Deshaun Watson, is, is that pretty close? Is that like 1A? Like one, you know, like is the Colts like a one, and 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 the Niners are like a one A in the sense of the Niners have a good offensive line, Zach. They value that. Yeah, they do. They value very good uh, running. You know, a very very good running game. I mean, Matt's. You know, if a quarterback like Watson had George Kittle, I mean, are you kidding me? Oh, and by the way, a guy in Brandon Ayuk who was having to deal oh, with God. like two or three quarterbacks all season. He still put up a good year, and Debo was showing promise. I mean, Zach, how do you see this going for the for the uh, for the Niners? In terms of Watson, I, I if I was him, I, I that this is the place I want to go, San Fran. I know Miami has been rumored, and um, that. I just feel like San Fran's more San Fran's clearly more ready to win than Miami is. And before you brought that up, because I wasn't thinking of it from that perspective, I was gonna say the 49ers are the biggest losers in this Stafford trade. Wow. Because wow. they're locked in to Garoppolo. The Colts are definitely one of the biggest losers, but we're not locked in anybody. We're not hmm. locked into anybody like they are with Garoppolo. They're hmm. they're fucked with Garoppolo. They have the, they're screwed. But that might not, it's probably not the case now because I think they're the front runners for Watson. Especially, he has a no trade clause. So they can say, hey, Deshaun, we're trading, you to, point. We're trading you to the Jets. And he can say, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> so I just, that has to be the betting favorite, the odds on favorite, San Fran, for him. So. so it- Okay, so actually, I want to correct something, you guys. So I looked it up. I have Spotrack pulled up. Spotrack, for those of you that don't know, is probably the internet's best um, contract database for every sport. You know, you get pretty detailed contracts. So this would have been a problem if the San Francisco 49ers wanted to do this trade last year. Reason being, if you cut or trade Garoppolo, his dead cap is $28 million, right? Uh... No, but for this year... His dead cap is only two, $2.8 million. It's not going to be a problem if they want to go after Deshaun Watson. Oh. They're going to be able, they can get off Garoppolo pretty easily. Oh, look, at, look at Alex. Wow. The details. Wow. The in-depth perspective on the contracts. I remember, I remember when Garoppolo signed his contract, right? Because you, you always have to pay attention to the guarantees more than the actual number, right? Because like sure. to compare sports, right? Let's just say baseball, right? Mike Trout signs a four-year, 
$450 million contract, which if I'm not mistaken is what he actually, or not four year, 10 year, $450 million contract, right? He's going to get all 450 million of those dollars, unless there's specific language in the contract where he's not going to get all 450 million of those dollars. The NFL, it's never all guaranteed unless you're Kirk Cousins and you wanted to make sure you took a fully guaranteed deal, right? So when Garoppolo signed his contract, it was five years for 137.5, right? But what he actually got was five years for 74, which is what the total guaranteed was. Hmm. In the NFL, all that matters is the guaranteed contracts. Plain and simple. That's all that really matters. And Garoppolo's contract is not guaranteed. That's why they're not, Zach, I have to disagree with you. They're not losers at all. Because they're in the driver's seat to me. Like, unless Deshaun's, a, <laughs> unless Deshaun's not as smart as we think he is and wants to go to the Jets, then... Not a, not a chance. Not, not a chance in the world. Exactly. They have to be the front runners because they still yeah, have draft capital. You know, worst comes to worst, you trade Garoppolo and the Texans have a, you know, a placeholder for them to go three and 13, you know, and tank. Sure. Right. Like, this is really a win win situation for the Niners. I think they're sitting in the driver's seat right now for Deshaun Watson. Where do you think he's going, Caleb? <laughs> <laughs> Where I I have been trying to figure this out for a while. You said Rams, um, I believe, didn't you? I like I I I like the Rams for Watson because I I I believe in their aggressive mentality. Uh, but they ended up getting Stafford. I'm gonna go on a limb and say Miami. I think Houston. I think Houston wants. I think Houston wants draft picks in Miami. They, they won. Picks. They won a lot of things. And I think that. Houston has a young quarterback to potentially build around. And, you know, I'm not, yeah, I don't know what you guys think of Tua, and that's a totally different discussion. But, I mean, he, he showed some promise throughout this year. I think it's Tua um, early. It, 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 might, it might be, Alex. It, it very well might be. The way that I see it, though, for Tua <laughs> is if they, get, if they get a nice young quarterback – still find a way to get some picks back that they lost in the Tunsil package. You have to think <laughs> that they would want to do that. <laughs> they lost some picks. You're kidding. I didn't you got, know they you lost gotta, some you picks. Gotta, because here's the thing. Like, I I would have to assume that Houston can't just sit there. I mean, they're, they got to be stressing out about everything. Right, it's got to be bigger than quarterbacks. Yeah, they're, they're acting like line. they're acting like he's, he's going to come back. It's all going to work out. Who the who are you kidding? It's over, David Coley. You got, million, you got a million problems. Yeah, you got a million problems. <laughs> you really do. And and that makes me wonder, like, okay, if you if you trade a pick, I think it's fair to say they would have to trade this year's pick. And if they trade this year's pick, I mean, is it fair to say that it would make sense for them to get a guy like Sewell from Oregon and give themselves a good offensive – Houston get a good offensive line and, and – who knows? Like I, I could see that work out well if they do the package with Miami. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. But I know Zach, you you are uh worried that Houston won't even have the mindset to go make a move like that. Is that was that what you're kind of skeptical of? Or how do you see this from the you know, the Watson camp and and how a team could go about that? I just think thanks to the no trade clause, it's gonna be harder for them to fuck it up. Because they have they have to trade him to where he wants to go, pretty much. He has to agree to the That's deal. Fair. So if he says, if they say Miami and he agrees, 
I think it could be a win-win because Tua is one of the, you know, I think in that draft class last year, he was the third best quarterback behind Burrow and Herbert. So Fair at, argument. at least you're getting that, a guy you can build yeah. around. Yeah. But the problem is with a young guy like that, I mean, it happened to Andrew Luck here. No O-line. Really, he really only had a couple weapons, and he retired early. Tua, virtually no weapons there besides Cooks, who's on and off, and the O line sucks. The good yeah. news is Zach, if he goes to the if he goes to the Texans, he'll, he'll at least have Laramie Tunsil. You know, <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> well, okay. So then, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this then, from the another team that that we were looking at. Uh, that it, Alex mentioned the Denver Broncos, yeah, uh, a team that was potentially in the uh, Stafford market. Now, Alex, I'll, I'll I'll let you start on this one because you mentioned Denver. Is there any reason to think that they could potentially be a Watson team? In your opinion, are they sitting there just hoping Stafford was going to come to them and move on? I mean, Stafford would have been literally the perfect um, Elway quarterback since he since he very clearly has a type. And yep. I have to Google. I have to Google Deshaun Watson's height real quick because he might not fit the um, the John Elway type, the archetype. So Deshaun Watson six two. Sorry, buddy, you're not going to uh, cut it in Denver. Um, listen, Denver has a really exciting team. They have a really nice young receiving core. We don't even know if Drew Lock sucks. They just had really um, unfortunate circumstances last year, where if I remember correctly, Lock missed like. Week two through I don't remember what week he came back like six or seven I think I'll, I'm gonna say he sucks I I unfortunately have to say he sucks and I, mean, I was, was at one point really liking him Alex I was <laughs> on your I was on your tip but for but I agree but, with you undeniably they have some great weapons they have great weapons getting they wasted have, they have a yeah, they, uh, they have a really good defense um they hung in a game where they were starting some wide receiver at quarterback like right all things considered. They're a piece away. They're a team that could stand a trade up for a quarterback in the draft, right? I don't think they will. They need a new coach, too. I mean, <laughs> Fangs isn't cutting it for you? No, he's not. No. And the guy before him wasn't either. But who is the guy? I want to say John Fox is the guy. Vance Joseph. Vance Joseph. <laughs> was he the guy Vance that Joseph. only. No, who was the guy in Arizona that only got one year? I don't Steve remember. Wilkes. That's Steve right. Wilkes. Three and thirteen, and they they asked him, and then Cliff, and turns out Cliff sucks too. <laughs> who wow, would have Who would have thought that a guy who had a losing record at Texas Tech couldn't translate that to the NFL? <laughs> I'm shocked. Wow. Let me tell you, I'm shocked. Wow, you guys are going in on Kingsbury. Cliff wow. sucks. <laughs> he sucked wow. in college. If they had any coach, well, I don't want to say any coach because Marvin Lewis and Jason Garrett exist. He, but if they were, if they had a coach besides <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, a competent coach, they make the playoffs this year. He had Patrick Mahomes in college and his career record as a coach was under 500 that i would say is damning my friends it doesn't matter he lived in the same time zone as sean mcveigh so they taught they hired him <laughs> okay back to your question caleb the broncos yes. i just think that they have you know an opportunity right because i don't know what they finished last year but it was below 500 but they weren't a below they 500 team it was solely they because of the, it was solely because of the quarterback that they were even as good as they were yeah. So give them a quarterback. So I'm going to um, look at their record real quick. So give them a quarterback. They could be, they could go eight and eight, nine and seven instead of five and 11. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a reasonable assumption. You just can't convince me 
like they should have been going hard after Stafford, but I understand, you know, why <laughs> if um if Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't get it done, how the hell is Drew Locke gonna get it done? They should have. I really like that. They should have gone after him because that's a tough division to begin with. Really an impossible division. Yeah, they're not is. they're not gonna win that division. But if you get Stafford, you could come in second. You could beat out the Raiders, I think. Here's the here's a sleeper. T- Actually, I was gonna say, what if the Raiders tried to get him? Why didn't the Raiders try to go uh, after him? Hey, that would be a get, real- tried to get. Try well, to get I thought Stafford. you were gonna say Watson. No, why you didn't they Stafford, try to get? You you were thinking okay. And they should try to get Watson too, but they're not gonna get either. I of like them, Carr just because it's the Raiders. I like Carr. I like Carr similar too. contracts, right? Carr and Stafford. I like I think, Carr too. I don't think Carr is like I don't. I don't think there's a lot of. To be honest with you, I think he's an upper upper half guy. I mean, I have to check the list. I'd have to do my list again, but I, I really like Derek 15, Carr. 16? And I think he, I think he really proved himself. I think he really proved himself this year. He really changed himself and, and Gruden screwed him over too many times that none, none of the Raiders season was on the fault of Derek Carr in my personal thing. Hey, Caleb, if Stafford went to Denver, rank those quarterbacks in that division. <laughs> That's a good question. I would have obviously. I want to see where he. I want to see one. where he has car. I, um, see, so yeah, okay, yeah. Here's my take. I would have car over Stafford ah, for longevity. Ah, I would have. I would no, have, we're talking about car over Stafford. He wasn't. For the long he wasn't. Term. I wasn't asking long term. He's asking short, like next year. Yeah, like next year. So you're asking for next year? Yeah. yeah. I'd probably take Stafford over. So I think you yeah. can make a case Herbert would be better than Carr next year. Oh, Herbert's better than Carr. I Carr becomes the way Herbert's second. Herbert's second. I have Stafford at oh. third. I have Stafford at three and, and oh. I have Carr at four. I to me, to me that Stafford is is a very I mean, he's a good quarterback, but that's a very good division for quarterbacks. Um I mean it's, if Derek it might Carr be the, best. the last if if that was a deal, okay, if that would if that happened, I mean Derek Carr being the worst quarterback in a division is pretty insane. I think Derek Carr is Honestly, he's been, you know, hated on for whatever. And, and I see where Alex is coming from. But, I mean, I think I think Carr fits. I, I don't – I see why he you would want to try to get a little bit better. But I like Carr. And I think this team really believes in him. And I, I think it's – you got – it seems like you have good structure, right? It seems like you got a lot of things working for you. It's just putting it all together. And that's what, you know, we've been wanting to see from the Raiders. But hey, Now here's a question. Go ahead. Is Marcus Mariota the backup for the Raiders better than Jared Goff or better than uh, Derek Carr? <laughs> no, not Say better than Derek Carr. Not is Marcus Mariota better than Drew Locke? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Marcus yeah. Mariota won a playoff game a couple years ago. Yes, yes, I would say Marcus Mariota. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I used to, and Zach, you know, I liked Locke. You, I, I thought Locke was going to be yeah, a lot better this year than what he was. He but he's been a piece of trash, Alex. You can't sit here and keep defending <laughs> Locke. He's, you, you can't, you can't sit here. You can't sit here. Oh, and defend Alex Drew really Locke is in the Bryce chair tonight. You, I know. You can't, you can't, you can't sit here and, and you can't sit here and tell me that, Alex. Come you gave the Bryce treatment, Alex. Zach, <laughs> Zach, to borrow a friend from our, to borrow a phrase from our good friend uh, Jimmy McNulty. The fuck did I do? <laughs> 
You know what you did? You got a room with Jared Goff. That's what you did. Jared you got Goff. A room with Jared no, Goff. You got a room with you got a room with Jared Goff. You got a room with Drew Luck. That's I did not get a room with Jared Goff. Okay, I just said some Jared team, Goff. Okay. Some team right. said I said some team would be stupid enough to take him. That's oh, all. Okay. I said. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you for clarifying. You did get a room with Drew Lock, though. You did. I did not. It's, I just said Drew Lock. It's booked in the Hampton and Suites, uh, six four. <laughs> Talk to my legal team, sir. <laughs> talk, to your, talk, to your, talk to your legal team. All right, whatever. All right. Uh, but as, as far as oh, go ahead, Alex. Oh, I want to I want to transition for you, Caleb. Since you know we're we're all podcast hosts here. You know we're all, yes. we're all professionals at this. Yes. What about the Chicago Bears? L L. If they do not get Watson, is that categorically the biggest L of the offseason? Because we talked about the Colts, right? But. I kind of feel like the NFC North is for the taking as crazy as it is to say, like maybe they could get into the playoffs with an upgrade quarterback. They're they're a play, They were a playoff team this year. Zach said they were the worst playoff team in the league, which is ridiculous when Washington exists. Hey, but Washington almost won. You think the, the NFC win. North is up for grabs? No, not for grabs, but they, they could easily get another wild card, right? That oh, second no, spot, oh, oh. that second spot is easily like, theirs for the taking even without a sure. quarterback but do you think sure. it's okay do you think if they don't get a quarterback <laughs> what's the right way to phrase this how screwed are they if they don't get a quarterback Caleb? i'll just say right now they're not gonna get a quarterback <laughs> it's the bears they don't but they're not going to get one and if they do if they, they can always bring back mike glennon i mean that's always an option <laughs> I, I I like that. I, I think that's hilarious, Zach. As far as I'm concerned, if Chicago does not get a quarterback, they're gonna be dead last. They're gonna be dead last in the division. <laughs> and because because you, you, you want me to tell you something? Worse than Detroit. You want me to tell you something about the Bears? No, no, that's a good point. I'll take him. I'll take him third. I forgot okay, about the Lions. Okay. I forgot about the Lions. It is not like Minnesota was all great last year either, though. No, I would take weren't. Minnesota though. Uh, oh, Minnesota good. was banged up. Kirk. They were banged up. Kirk. Now nah, I get, I get, I get it. You don't like Kirk. I get it. But look, when it comes to Chicago, I think the same argument, uh, Alex, about well, the Rams need to do this because they have Aaron Donald. The exact same argument should be what the Chicago Bears are doing. You have a Hall of Fame pass rusher, one of the single best pass rushers I've ever gotten the freaking privilege to watch on my stinking TV in my living room. He just is. He's one of the best in the league. He's one of the best that we'll ever see in terms of our generation. And Alex, let me tell you something. The Bears aren't capitalizing on this defense. They're not capitalizing. They're, they're, they're jacking it up. They're screwing it up. Chicago absolutely should be doing anything and everything they can to get their hands on a guy that they could have picked, by the way, but now they have to go trade for him. Get a guy in Deshaun Watson – who I think it's fair to say, Alex, that if they got Deshaun Watson, they would be a really, really good team. But the problem is literally the Bears window is closing by the seconds. It's closing by the seconds because you can't sit there and rely on this defense for four more years. I'm sorry. You didn't say his name, so I have to assume you're talking about Robert Quinn when you say the Bears are wasting the career of a Hall of Fame pass <laughs> rusher. No, 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 Kalomak, no, Kalomak. But I, I mean, Robert Quinn, that was a horrible deal. That, that was a horrible deal, but continue. Robert Quinn. 
Quinn was a was a contributor last year. No, wait, no, a completely and totally an unnecessary move. You've you've basically gone out and had loaded up a defense, you know, for what years? Okay, fix the offensive line for me, will you? Fix the offensive line for me. Fix it. the offensive line's been absolutely god awful. It's a part of why Mitch has had no success. Say it, baby. I mean, Say it's it. it's it's ridiculous that you go out and think Robert Quinn is going to be the Jesus Christ of this defense and resurrect this back to the playoffs and I don't win think, a game. I don't think they thought that. Let's let's just make that abundantly clear. Let's, that's how they treat. That's how they treated their cap, Alex. I mean, that's yes, how they treated their cap. The like Bears, the Bears, the Bears have been the living money in the talks. past Listen, for years. The money Caleb, talks. Caleb, let me let me explain something to you, okay? I'm Bears adjacent, okay? I grew up around Bears fan. I grew up listening to Chicago sports radio. Sure. Why don't the Bears trade? Jake Cutler for Aaron Rodgers straight up. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, let's like, not go with that voice. No, but like, come on. That was my Chicago person. I thought Zach, it was a pretty good Chicago it was, accent. It was all right. It was all right. But it's so, okay. The Bears just have never, ever had the their best quarterback in history was Jim McMahon, who was uh, average quarterback <laughs> at best. Okay. Not maybe not average, a little above average. Okay. He is their by far their best quarterback in franchise history. Uh, and if you go by the numbers, who is uh, their best quarterback in franchise history? Jake That's Cutler. right. It's Jake Cutler. <laughs> and this is not a joke. Okay. And if you don't want to say Jay Cutler's their best quarterback, you have to go back to Sid Luckman. Okay. Oh. When was Sid Luckman drafted? <laughs> the forties. The thirties was okay. Caleb, Zach, guess Sid Luckman's first year in the NFL. I'll start with oh. Caleb. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh we'll go nineteen forty one. Zach. Nineteen thirty four. All right. Um, Caleb was closer. 1939. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is their best quarterback. And like people say, oh, yeah, you had to be there for sick Sid Luckman. At this point, nobody was there for Sid Luckman. <laughs> Sid Luckman. Come on. Like that's the Bears just have never, ever, ever been able to capitalize on a quarterback. And yes, Jake Sid Cutler, Luckman. I will say Jake Cutler has gotten a bad rap. He was damn good in Chicago, especially when Brandon Marshall was there. Brandon Marshall and Martellus Bennett. Okay. Brandon I Marshall was there. Was good in Chicago. Yeah. Brandon, Martellus, Martellus was Bennett was great. Marshall Jeffrey. Yeah. He, th- yeah. When he had a great wide receiving core and like he could get the ball, like he had offensive line. They were okay. He, they were, he was a damn good quarterback. Like shocker. If you, if you aren't getting thrown in your back every five seconds, <laughs> you're a good quarterback, but so, okay, Jake Cutler got way more hate than I think he deserved. Whatever, whatever. That's not the point. The point is the Bears have just had terrible lucks with quarterbacks <sighs> every single time, right? And at a certain point, you just have to go, does this franchise not know how to evaluate quarterbacks? Rex Grossman has a legitimate claim for one of the best quarterbacks in franchise history. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kyle you guys, under- guys understand? Kyle Orton was actually good. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the problem. The Bears just can't do shit right at quarterback. And then they they give Mike Lennon the big contract. They trade up yeah. for Trubisky. They whiff five different times in one offseason at quarterback. It was incredible. Okay. And they don't deserve Sean Watson. I think no. JD, I think JD no. and Ryan Ryan Gregory will tell you that. They probably don't deserve Deshaun Watson, but you no. know, this is gonna be their only way to win a Super Bowl. Cause if not, their window yeah, is shut agree. for a long while. Like yep. you probably, they probably won't get back to like the mid 2020s that they, they don't have a window right now. Cause they don't have a quarterback. If yeah. If you get a quarterback, the window opens back up right now, the window slams shut. Yeah. 
Like, no, Zach, it's not slam shot. Allen Robinson, it's, a free agent, may not even come back, so you could be well, uh, gone. If you, you trade for Deshaun Watson, he's coming back. That's fair. right. No, I right. I agree, like, but it's, yeah, still. Yeah, it's just tough. Yep. It's tough because, listen, I'm, I'm biased. You know, a lot of my family and friends are Bears fans. I want good things to happen to the Bears. I'm not going to lie to you. But at the same time, with the way that they've handled the quarterback position for their entire 100-year history, again, Sid Luckman is one of their best quarterbacks of all time. I, At this point, they might not deserve to ever have a good quarterback. Excuse me. Let me tell you, if you come across a Bears fan that says they don't miss Jay Cutler now, they're, they're lying to your face. Oh, no, they're they hate your they, face. Trust me, they hate Jay Cutler. Eh, this Cutler guy, uh, Sylvie, this Cutler guy is a nah. bum. We need the trait. They would take Cutler over Mitch any day right now. Any Zach, day. Zach, you don't you, you don't realize how much Bears fans hate Jay Cutler. That's ridiculous then. <laughs> it, ridiculous. it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but they hate his ass. They hate his ass. And I will tell you one reason why. Caleb Haney. Oh, you remember that name? Yep. Yep. He hung with Aaron Rodgers in a championship game. Josh McCown. The Bears, don't, the Bears don't deserve good things to quarterback. And I hate to say it again, because JD JD is going to be one of my groomsmen at my wedding. And I don't I don't want to wish him that, but they don't deserve they don't deserve good things to happen to them at quarterback. They don't. They don't. They just don't. That's fair. It's fair. And I I think that's a great a great point you guys made. Um overall, um I mean obviously we'll have to find out, you know, what's gonna what the situation's gonna be with Watson how they're going to handle that. I mean, you have to think he's going to get traded. It seems like he's very clear in his demands. And so we'll just have to see where that goes. And obviously uh, the move for Stafford to get to LA was it's massive. It's massive. Um, I think it, it makes the Rams very potent uh, next season and and should be uh, quite a lot of fun to watch. So uh, once again, uh, thank you, Alex, uh, for coming in for some football contributions. And Zach, once again, for coming on. And, you know, we do have a lot, a lot coming, a lot of podcast content coming. Uh, Zach Griffith uh, is going to release a uh, new WandaVision uh, episode that should be uh, should be great. Uh, yes. With a with a pretty famous guest, if you ask me, and Alex uh, is also going to have a podcast uh, coming up soon. Obviously, with Dylan Hughes, he does this weekly podcast. But rumor has it that another really famous guest is coming on that pod. Rumor so, is, you, is that it's the same famous guest. I, I have to say, it is. It is. It, it is the same famous guest. I. It, it, it. It's a great guest. I can't reveal it though. I can't reveal it, but it is a very famous guest. So. Uh, without a further ado, uh, this was this was fantastic. Uh, thank you both. Thank you for having me, Caleb. Good honor. Good honor.